Hello everybody, welcome to the Wonderful Light at the End podcast. This is episode 5, very happy to have you here. I am Razvan and I'm recording this on the 9th of October. Yeah, it's October, baby. Um, It's a Sunday, this is the only time I got to record it. So this is how it's gonna be. Let me just get my recorder here in check so I can see how we're progressing, what we're doing, how the waves are looking. So how was your week? Did you have a good one? Did you have fun? This is what is most important in life. If you're having fun, you're doing good. All right, I'm glad you did. I had a great time. I had a great week, very, very productive. But before I get into that, into the week I had and what kind of shenanigans I got into, let me tell you about the upcoming shows that I got going. I was thinking about um, introducing more and more shows to the lineup, but that's just, there's no way I'm going to be able to work out a system where I don't leave anybody out or I don't feel... um, stressed out about the organizing everything so i'm just gonna do it um this way i'm just gonna be completely subjective and help myself out mostly so i'll just plug my shows and if anything else comes up on the radar that i find interesting or i stumble upon i will plug it in so yeah um this week only my shows oh my god is it is that a car going? Did I forget to, to close the window? Just give me a second here. There we go. That's better. Now it's just the silkiness of my own voice. Oh, by the way, I was listening to the other podcast because I listen to them every time I upload and I realize um, I, do, I do sip pretty loudly. You can hear me sip. I, it doesn't bother me. I don't know if it bothers you. Well, if it bothers you, it just... There's a bunch of other podcasts, you know, there's, uh, there's professionals out there. I'm just having some fun, so enjoy the sound of me sipping. There you go, did you like that? So, let's see about the shows. Um, I'm doing Loop on Monday at 8. Again, uh, it was a, a great time last time. Um, um, I'm doing Mi Baglio at 7.30 on Tuesday, I'm doing Shabin on Thursday, and I'm doing Café Votif on Saturday. Uh, every show starts around 8, so doors open at 7.30 for most of the shows, and the show would start around 8, and I'm most likely be going to be on the lineup on every which one of these shows. I signed up for everyone. Um, I just got the confirmation for Monday at the moment when I'm recording this. So um, come check it out. It was a great week for comedy last week. We had some banger of shows um, and I had a lot of fun. Um, I didn't... I had two great ones last um, one after the other. I did I did great yesterday on s- Saturday, and I did great on Thursday for uh, for Shabin, the the fresh and funny show that um, Tamash Vamos hosted. 
and it was it was just such a great time it was uh tamash got the crowd really going and it was there were just a few people it was a very small crowd but it was they were really engaged and they were laughing and enjoying the jokes and everything and tamash that sly fuck i saw what he was doing he um he kept letting comedians go over time because he's lazy. He saw that the crowd was having fun. You know, like, there's no reason why he should do uh, time on stage. He doesn't need time. Uh, open micers love to do some extra times, love to do some extra jokes. So, you know, he let everybody go along. So he doesn't have to bother telling. He would just go up, introduce the next comedian, and that would be that. Which, by the way, I'm not trashing Tamash for doing this. It's not like I'm saying he's a lazy fuck and he didn't want to waste his breath. He saw that we had an opportunity to, for the for the comedians themselves, for the open micers themselves, to carry the show and get some laughs and get some more stage time. And he took advantage of it. And it was a very nice thing to see how the show was building up organically like the next comedian having a different style and a different attitude as the previous and just building it up and the crowd you know adjusting to the new style to the new dude or the new girl who was on stage and um, then laughing and then enjoying themselves so I closed the show basically and um, the story is that what I wanted to tell you what I was building up to is that we it was a very nice show and it was going great with 10 people in the audience which is such a rare thing when you have 10 people in the in the audience is such a hard thing to 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 get a vibe but these guys had a great vibe about them and four more people walked in and I went like, all right, let's see how this changes. Because in 10 people, four more changed the dynamic of the whole thing. So um, four people walk in and it's like, all right, I hope they're cool. Let's see how they handle themselves. And one of them couldn't, couldn't stop talking. The French dude. There was a French dude who kept interrupting. He was, I, I don't know what his deal was because he wasn't mean. He wasn't, he wasn't trying to be mean towards us, but he kept saying stuff. And I went like, oh my God, he's a heckler. Let's see how, how I can deal with that. And I'm, in general, I'm terrified of hecklers. I'm, I'm terrified of going into it with something. So I'm usually just, I'm doing the appeasement method. It, it worked great for the UK when they had Hitler around. They used the used appeasement policy and it turned out great. Look, it, no, he didn't ever start World War II. So that's how I start. That's how I start. I start my set. He says something. He repeats a punchline. Fine. All right. Um, I do, I do my bits and he keeps saying something else again. And I'm like, yeah, all right. And towards the end, because he said stuff like four times. Towards the end, I went off. I'm like, dude, I, I feel like I have a French echo. And he was proud of himself for whatever reason. And when he went, like, uh, I, he was like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, it's cool. And I went like, 
I went off on, on him. I went, I don't know what I told him exactly, but it was something to the extent like, dude, I've had tapeworms that I enjoyed more than I do you. And the crowd really liked it. The crowd was on my side because I, I was kind of disturbed by him, but not to the extent where it really broke my concentration. But the crowd really, the, he really disturbed the crowd because I was, I was on stage for what? Uh, Tamash let me go on for about 15 minutes, but the crowd was listening to him for half an hour now. And he kept interrupting every comedian. And they were, even before I ever called him worse than a tapeworm, they were on my side. And I was, uh, I was proud of that. I was like, I recognized the situation correctly and I went off on the dude. And um, I overheard him speaking to Tamash and I overheard Tamash uh, telling him after the show that, oh no, I wouldn't have been bothered by you talking to him. Well, I, I was. So uh, there you go, Mr. French Heckler. Um, I hope you enjoyed being called worse than a tapeworm, Pierre or whatever your uh, your name is. So yeah, that was uh, that happened this week. I got to handle a heckler, which is something that will happen to you if you're doing comedy. You will have to to do that. And by God, did I! <sighs> it was it was fun to finally be able to address it, to handle it in a way. I don't. I. I'm not going to say that it was perfect because I'm never happy with anything I say on stage, most likely. But it was it was a start. It was a start of handling because before that I would just dudes would heckle me or women would heckle me or say stuff and I would just ignore it. And that's the worst thing you can do. It's just it, it because you're there as a comedian, you're bothered by them to some extent, but the crowd is also bothered by them. The, you, you see the people who are at a comedy show or at a film and they don't say anything. These are the majority of the people. They're just enjoying the show or not enjoying the show, whatever it is. It, it's, it, maybe it's not for you and you don't, but you keep your mouth shut. So most of the people do that out of common courtesy, but there's always one loud one who thinks that they're interesting and they keep saying, there's a, again, there's nothing wrong to reacting to a joke or saying something, but if you keep doing it, you're gonna have to get it at some point. So those are the rules of comedy. Don't you feel happier that you know that now? Hmm? That's useful information. Yeah, yeah, cut me some slack. It's more useful information than the shit you see on Discovery Channel. What to do if you encounter a, a leopard or whatever. It's, uh, this You will encounter a comedian that's probably pissed about his life or her life. And you don't want to tick them off. That's, uh, that's all I'm saying about that. So yeah, talk to comedians if you want to. But don't interrupt them. We do not enjoy that. That's my... Uh, uh, that's our PSA, our public service announcement this week. Um, be safe out there. So yeah, what else is going on with me? Um, it's the lovely month of October, which means it's sober October. Yes, we're having fun. If you're not doing sober October or if you're not doing a month of sobriety in your life, 
what are you doing? You need to try this out. It's uh, it's just such a nice flavor of suffering. <laughs> Actually, I'm not suffering anymore. It was um, it's fine. Uh, it really is is a cool thing to do and just basically reset my system and get into a workout schedule and do stuff like that because like yeah the first it's the what's today today is ninth so the first six days were tough <clears throat> like the demon inside me was ranting and raving it was oh, just let me have it just let me suck one down i need a cigarette because i also quit smoking so i quit drinking and smoking and uh, I'm doing a fitness challenge every day. So I'm doing uh, uh, 30 minutes of kettlebell training every single day. And after nine days, um, I finally managed to integrate it like properly in my, in my routine. And now it doesn't seem like something I'm, I'm putting effort into, like I'm channeling it. It just feels like, yeah, we're doing this now. And every day it goes like that. I start my day by working out and then I, I go about doing my uh, work or whatever the heck I'm doing. So that's going f that's going nicely. Finally, after after a few bumpy days where every meal I had or every every night that I was coming home, it was just a little bit of a of a pooling motion. Let's go to this bar and just have one and, or just let, let's get, let's get a couple of cans and have, uh, have a few beards and that kind of stuff. You know, there's the, that was the, 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 the little voice in inside my head who was like, dude, oh, come on, come on. It's just one. <clears throat> come on. Let's, let's, let's try. But I am, I think it has something to do with your lungs clearing because I'm, coughing more than what I did when I was smoking. This is um this is a weird thing. Um but yeah, that was uh that's how sober October is going. Um finally got to cruising speed over here and now it's the, um it's almost the second half of the month. By the time I upload the next episode, I will be at least halfway in. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's fun. Finally, who thought sobriety could be a fun thing? But it is. It's just six days, unless you're an alcoholic or something, then, yeah, I would assume that it's tough all the time because that's your, daily, that's your way of dealing with shit. God, is it fun drinking in it, though. If you're, if you're honest to yourself, even if you're an alcoholic... You know it's fun, you know? All right, scratch that. It's just... I'll stop encouraging alcoholics. Um, yeah, I know if I talked about this, I was... Um, finally, I got... Uh, I, I always get, get uh, taught a lesson every time I give advice to somebody. You know, it's, it's a weird thing, advice, because I, um, I was giving some, some new comedians advice and they were um, they were very nice about it. They were they asked me for advice, and they um, 
they took it into consideration, which is the, the biggest form of respect you could ever have. In my opinion, that's very high up there. If you ask me for advice and I give you some advice and you take it, that shows a tremendous amount of respect on your part. And I really appreciate it when they did it. I, they asked me for pointers and I gave them some and they, they, they took them and they ran with them. And one day, I think it was last week, I was doing, I was doing a show, I think it was a loop. And I just got to a point where I was just so sick about my own, of my own material. And I'm like, listen, I need to try something out. Even if it's stupid, even if I know it's gonna, it's gonna suck. I need, it just needs, it doesn't need to be new. It needs, it doesn't need to be good. It needs to be new so I can fuck around with it. So I went with, um, I went with, I was trying to write some one-liners and I disguised them as pickup lines. And I wrote like the worst pickup lines like you could ever think of. Um, one of fuck was among them. So I went with those. And um, it didn't go well. I started with the new pickup lines. I did everything that I gave them advice not to do. I started with new material. I took out a paper on stage, which is always bad. Never do that. If you're starting out comedy and you're trying, uh, it's just, you can use it, but I don't know, man. I would just avoid it. It's, it, it doesn't work for me. Whenever I see a guy walking up upstage with a, with a, with a notebook or with a piece of paper, I just think to myself, look, it's not, it's not going to be good. And I am right 90% of the time. There is that 10% where I'm wrong, definitely. But um, if yeah, you should be, I think you should be able to memorize five to seven minutes of material. But that just it's me. It's just my personal opinion on, on that. So, um, yeah, but I did it and I felt self-conscious immediately going up with the paper and I bombed until I got him back a little bit uh, towards the end. I was doing some true and tested material, but um, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good set. So I got off stage and uh, it was it was interesting because uh, the first uh, the first dude who was uh, who talked to me after I got off off stage I think it was uh, it was my friend Omar he went like dude it's not why did you start with new stuff it's you told me never to do that and you did it like ah shit I hate it when when somebody somebody catches me doing something stupid and I've told them about them. I've told them not to do it. And then I go ahead and, and do it. And, uh, but the thing is like, I still could tell him, look, you saw how badly I did. At least, you know, that's good advice. Anyway, like, I, yeah, you're right. Uh, so, so yeah, I got to, I got to prove a point, I guess. Um, the, the other week I probably talked about it on the podcast. Uh, but I don't, I don't really remember. I'm not, I'm not going to do this in the most organized way. The fact that I took notes and I gave you the pointers of the, um, the comedy shows, that's the best organized part of the show. And that's how it's going to be. I think that's how it's going to stay forever. I'm just trying to fill up some time, 
do some jokes um, and see where that gets. Which, by the way, last week that worked great because somebody, a friend of mine wrote me, he, he I think he's the only one um, listening to this thing because the, the last podcast only had one download. Hi, Christian. I'm very happy that you're listening to this. Uh, I do appreciate it very much. So this one's, uh, this one's just for you. Uh, and he wrote me, uh, Christian wrote me and we're like, dude, you can, you can use one of the lines on stage. You used it in, in the podcast. And I did, I used it on stage on, um, on Thursday and it worked. So I went like, yes, there's something there. So even if nobody's listening to this, I found something good in doing the podcast because I got some feedback from some friends and I just got to, uh, to get, I don't know if it's gonna be a new joke, it's just an addition, it's it's a new tagline to an existing joke. So uh, we'll use it that, but that's how it is. That's how I'm gonna, I'm gonna build an hour of material just one bit of the, at a time and it's it goes minute by minute and um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Dude, by the way, underrated, uh, talking about Sober October, uh, sober dating it's just excellent i mean i don't know what you're doing and how you enjoy your dating but just to do it for uh for a change take out one lady that you like in your life and just be like listen let's just have some some coffee or something non-alcoholic and just enjoy the company. I did I did that last week and I went on a date and we because I'm not drinking, she was a good sport and she didn't drink either and we just got to we just enjoyed our company. It was so such a such an interesting thing to do. Now, I do sound like an alcoholic over there when I'm talking about just sober dating like it's something I just invented over here but yeah that was that was kind of um, an, an interesting revelation to me uh, I've done it before of course but you know it's it's kind of cool you, you know make some changes you know do, do do life on hard mode for a bit and then on easy mode and then on hard mode again it's um that's how you never get bored all right, I'm just talking here to fill up time and I'm at the 23 minute mark. So I'm, uh, I'm going to end it here this week. Um, probably next week I'm going to spend for some hosting and uh, get some longer episodes out there. But as long as I am fine with the constraint space I have over here, I'm going to keep it under 24 today. And that's been my time i'm getting the light this was light at the end podcast episode five thank you very much for listening have a good week i'll see you at the show motherfuckers <laughs>